we're back again, and, and, we're back. and JP and, uh, is going to so let us is, know what he's been doing. And and this is Obi. Oh my gosh, my video is going crazy, but that's Obi. Oh, oh, oh he only has one ear, a handsome face. No, here comes. What I love is his tongue is just like. Oh, oh always, dude. Always. How old is he? He's three. Oh, a little tiger. And <laughs> bite that nose. <sighs> So JP, okay. catch us up. What's going on? Yeah, let me catch up. So um, before before we ended uh, last time, uh, I had been dating Mike for a while, and we are still together. Uh, we're now living together. You're welcome. Together. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Introduced you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And that's nine uh, years too, right? Yes, uh, it was nine years, January twenty six, I think, something like that. Um, January? I had a barbecue in January. Oh, no, until you were officially no, no. dating. So, we, yeah, we met, and then it was like six months later that we started dating. But uh, I remember I the barbecue. Yeah. God, that's yeah. so cute. Sausage, uh, <laughs> sausage fest. I think it was, uh, it, it was funny because that was, uh, I'm trying to think, that was not long after I moved to that bungalow, and it was the, um, uh, the fires were happening uh, north of there, and the uh, like at night the ash was falling into the yard and that was like like freaking me Oof. out like the, the nearest flame i don't remember where the fire was or which fire it was but it was like 17 miles away and there was ash falling in the backyard after that barbecue well, and i was like oh coach. shit and it was that bungalow where we recorded for the first time yeah i think that's when we yeah, got the house yeah yeah is it there or was yep. it not at your place no, no it, it was, was there, there. we were at your house a few times I, th oh, okay. I think it might have even been when we like sat down to see whether or not we could do this. And it was sort of like the, the play test. And then we yeah. did it at my house for a bit yeah. as well. Yeah, episode yeah. episode 1A and 1B were definitely recorded in first day. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we were doing so. it in like these garage oh my for gosh. a while. So yeah. sorry, there's like and a huge my... bug crawling on my desk. You're using <laughs> toilet paper for that? That stuff is no, gold. It's not toilet paper, it's a uh, lint brush. No, that was, it's toilet paper. Oh, was it? Oh, it looked like a lint brush. Um, why don't you just use $100 bills? I mean, because why don't you, why wouldn't you have a roll of toilet paper sitting at your desk? I mean. <laughs> well, I have to blow my nose, like, sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, oh, I'm sure you're blowing some kind of nose. snot out of your body. <laughs> <laughs> the cack snot. <laughs> oh. Oh, and finally Dave catches up. Yay. <laughs> All right, so back to me. Yes, um, so what I did, so uh, yeah, I was working for a company uh, at the time. Uh, the company got bought and it was, sounded like it was gonna be amazing because they come in and like, we wanna do this, this, and this. And we're looking at each other going, oh my gosh, this is the kind of the things that we have been talking about trying to do for the past six months. And then uh, they're like, yeah, so we're gonna do this. We're just kind of research how to, you know, how to get this all together. And then two months later, they came back and laid everybody off. So mm. just kidding. We actually just kind of wanted your domain name. Uh, so I love that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a very uh, basic domain name too, wasn't it? Something it was yeah. like a common business word.com or something, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then uh, about a month later, uh, I started working temporarily at, uh, on this job and they liked me. And so they uh, found a way to hire me permanently. So I was there for a couple of years. Uh, left there last year, and now, like I said, I've been working at this place that uh, we sell puppies. Uh, and so Aww. I'm doing that for a little while. I know, it's super cute. 
because uh, I, I have to look at you know pictures of puppies all day long. I mean, <laughs> that sounds absolutely well, horrible. No, what, do you mean they sell, what do you mean they sell puppies? Torture. Well, so they, they have puppies is, and they sell them to people. Yeah. They, so they, they give them to people in exchange for money. I understand. They, I understand they connect, yes. They connect with people. They connect with breeders um, oh. who are AKC certified. They're so wait, they only work the with site. straight people? Because that's fucked up. Ah, I made that joke and I didn't. I passed. I passed. All right. That's uh, the last time I'm going to interrupt JP. I promise. I promise. <laughs> no, it's not. I promise. And you know it's not. <laughs> I'm so going to anyway, try not to interrupt JP again. <laughs> anyway, uh, they, these, they're, they're very, very um, fuzzy. Serious about not using puppy, puppy mill type farm, puppy farm, puppy mill, whatever. Uh, they're working with breeders who are responsible and AKC certified and blah, blah, blah. So, and that's basically it is, you know, they, they work with breeders and they make sure that you get your puppy, that it's got, you know, full health coverage and our health check, health coverage, health check, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, it, it's pretty cool. And um, neat, you know, I get to look at pictures of puppies all day. So how long have you been with them? So uh, only like six months It's a short term contract thing. Uh, oh. But yeah, they uh, a friend of ours I knew they were looking for stuff. I talked to them and said, "Hey, you know, this is what I can do." And I'm currently not really doing anything right now. And they're like, "Well, so come interview." And so I'm there. Anyway, cool. Any, can any you get a, can you get a discount or? on puppies for friends and family? <laughs> no. Do they have a scratch and dent section like a puppy? Like if it's like, <laughs> a leg or something. Gently. A gently used puppy. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so, and, and then other things since uh, the podcast, I moved in with Mike a couple of years ago, three years ago. Three Yay. years ago. Yeah. You guys have a great awesome. house too. I love your house. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. It. Yeah. We, so we redid lasers everywhere, which, you know, <laughs> has, the cats love it. I bet. Lasers. <laughs> Lasers. And there's like a Jar Jar Binks room. Like it's just all Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> there is. Uh, no, I don't see it. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. Yeah. Also, like Dave, we've done some trips. Uh, we went to Hawaii, which was amazing. We've been to New Orleans three times. It's fantastic. Um, so I think the, the biggest thing for me, well, one of two big things for me is like, <clears throat> 23 and me. Mike got me 23 and me. So, and if you are not familiar with what that is, is it's genetic testing where they try to find, you know, it, it's a bunch of stuff that'll tell you like your possible health issues and, you know, your ancestry ish, like what part of the world you're from or if you're even from part of this world. Um, and you know distant relatives usually you'll find out and you can go on and say yes share my information and then they'll say you know this person's a second cousin and this person's you know fifth cousin or whatever and that's kind of cool and mostly what i wanted as an adopted person i wanted to have an idea of health issues that i might have to look out for that are genetic based issues that i wouldn't know because i have no idea what any of that is so um Anyway, it gave me 23 and me for, I think it was for Christmas. I did it. I sent the results in. You have to wait like six weeks or something to get something back. And I get the results back. And right at the very, right at the very top, it says half sister. And I was like, wait, 
I have, I have a sister. Holy crap. So I actually, I went out and I looked at Mike and he's just sitting on the couch and I'm just like, I need to talk to you. And I just like sort of sat down. I'm like, but this hasn't sunk in yet, but apparently I have a half sister out there. And so um, I got in touch with her and she was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And we started talking to each other. Um, in, in, in much the same fashion, by the way. <laughs> yeah i've got uh so i've got pictures of her and pictures of her in high school and pictures of me in high school other than having a slightly different haircut we had almost exact same face i mean it's we is, it, so is it like when oh, bugs so bunny crazy. dressed up as a woman with just like eyelashes <laughs> and lipstick but it looks exactly like you she has pretty a great much, beard yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah pretty much uh she's uh so anyway she came out uh to visit uh, a couple years ago i think it was um and she is She's awesome. She's so much fun. She is, lives in New Jersey. She's a fifth grade science teacher in New Jersey. She <laughs> has the mouth of a sailor. <laughs> she will swear more than anybody. It's Jersey people are her. It's Jersey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was sort of eye-opening to to find that there's somebody else out there who is a blood relative, and as an adopted person, you know you're part of this family, and you know you know where they are. And if you're not adopted, you just this is your family, and you have a history, and you're like, oh yeah, my grandfather did this, or these are my people, and. As an adopted person, you have no you have no history, you have no background, you don't know anything about yourself really. And finding somebody else and and just a side note, she was adopted too, right? Like yes. she ended up getting adopted she, as well. Yeah, she was also adopted. So she was adopted early on. She was probably adopted. I think it was like at a month or just a few weeks. I was adopted at fourteen months. Um. Oh, and well, okay. So let me come back to that. But anyway. It, it it changes your look on a lot of things when you finally realize, oh my gosh, there's somebody else out there that I am actually really related to. And, and mm. all of a sudden I have a little bit of a history, but she's also adopted. And so she doesn't know anything about her family. But what we found out is that she is 23 days older than I am. She's 23 days older than I am. Wow. So I'm, I'm letting Dave that's through that one. So is for the commonality, is your, <laughs> is your father, I'm guessing, then, right? Yeah. Was rather prolific. <clears throat> so now, she was born, she was have born you measured her kidneys, just in case you need one, too? <laughs> hey, from someone who knows, it's always you good to have know. a spare kidney. <laughs> <laughs> she was in New Jersey. I was born in New York. And we mm -hmm. think basically he just you know, was stepping his way up the seaboard right there. Um, so there may be others of us out there, we don't know. Uh, we think we actually found who our father is, but we haven't had a chance to get in touch with him. And it's one of those things that's, part of it is a delicate situation because he is married, he's got two kids who are also grown. And we don't want to be like, you know, we're trying to ruin your life or anything. We don't need anything from you. We don't want money. We don't want fame. Um, if this guy is who we think he is, he's a, uh, ex, um, he used to work at Smithsonian Institute in herpetology. So 
Um, so he smokes he's pot. published her- herpetology, lizards, turtles. and turtles. Oh, I think he said herpetology. Like, Never mind. Herp- okay. Herp- so now, wait a minute. Herpetology. Yeah. What I'm interested in knowing is how did you find out? Like, well, I mean, without giving too much detail, so, how did you research him? Was it as simple as figuring out his name and then looking him up on Facebook, or what was it? Uh, it's a little more than that. So she years ago um, tried to get in touch with the judge who performed the adoption, whatever, for her. And this guy was retired. He was in his 90s uh, at the time, and he sent her documents. But he forgot to redact a couple things on the documents as legally you were supposed to. And her thought was, He's 95. What are they going to do? Disbar him? He's going to be dead in a few years. So he probably did it <laughs> on purpose to say, here yeah. you go. Oops, I forgot because I'm 95. Oh, wow. uh, so wow. she had nice. some information, but she didn't have very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through 23andMe, she got in contact with a couple of people. So everybody else that we have met have all been second cousins, third cousins, nobody really, really, really close. But she got in touch with somebody and said, oh yeah, this sounds familiar. This guy's name, we only had a first name. So I think it's him, blah, 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 blah. So she did a little bit of sleuthing work and, and tried to figure out who he is. Mm. So mm. there's that, we wanna get in touch with him. Um, we don't wanna say, we don't want money, we don't want anything else. We just wanna know, are you him? Do we, have, you know, mm. give us a little more of our history. Where are yeah. we from? Who are we? Uh, in January of this year, New York uh, adoption records are now open, kind of. So what I was able to do is I was able to get my original birth certificate. So the birth certificate <gasps> I have lists my adopted parents' names. So with my, birth, uh, my pre-adoption birth certificate, I've got my mother's name, I've got my name, what I was named originally, I still don't have my father's name. His name is not on there. Um, but I have the, I had her address. So I looked up her address. Her address turned out to be a maternity ward, which is right next to an Episcopalian church. So her living address was the maternity ward. So she was probably a girl who got herself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, age listed as 21. But so my birth, my first name, birth name, Mike Joan. Oh. Edgar. Edgar. Michael <laughs> Anthony. Oh, I thought you were Joy- born a girl. I'm sorry. I'm confused. All right. Yeah. Michael Anthony? Is that Michael what you said? Anthony. First oh, and first good... and middle name, Michael Anthony. Hmm. I don't feel like a Michael Anthony. <laughs> well, you don't you don't play bass in, you don't play bass in Van Halen, so yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. Michelangelo? Just sort of turtly, no? Uh, yeah. So anyway, that <laughs> so anyway. That, yeah. That is like I have her name. God, this, uh, I just can't imagine the feelings you go through when you not only sort of find out him, but then find out another name and everything else. God, what a! I mean, are you, how are you processing this? Are you, you know, I mean, I mean, you I, obviously this isn't new news. You've had this news for a few years, right? This information you. But, uh, but so no, her name was January. So I found out her name actually oh, in really? February. So I, I applied in January and I got the results in February. So it's only been a couple months. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, that I've known. Um, and it was all, of course, before all of this stuff happened. So now, of course, being that she's a, you know, if she's still alive, she's an at-risk person because she's, you know, probably in her 70s. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the next step is to try to get in touch and say, hi. <laughs> um, tell, me, tell me a little bit about who you are. Who am I? But it's, other than that, it's crazy. Um, it's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so have you been able to locate her based on her name? No. The only thing I was able to locate is where I was given birth to is the address she listed, which unfortunately is no longer there. That building is gone. The doctor's it's, hospital? No, maternity ward. No, was, so it, are you, was the hospital doctor's oh. hospital? Because I know that's simply. I, have to, I have to take a look. I, I have some paperwork. Oh, okay. I yeah. just take a look. I, I have, uh, I think I've got the doctor's name that performed the birth, and I'm pretty sure I've got the lawyer slash agency that performed the adoption. So, um, are you going to um, use like one of those like people finder sites or something like that? Like, what do you have a plan for that yet, or do you have to really you get it? like a private investigator mm -hmm. or something? Yeah, it's tougher yeah, with a woman too thinking. because she could have married at some point and had a completely different name. Right, exactly. she might have, have a different name. name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Huh. The thing the thing would be to try to find like high school yearbooks from around the time that she would have been in high school and then look up her name in high school around that era, around that age. But I, I don't know. So Ryan actually, Ryan Zellers, friend of ours, he loves doing this. He loves doing that genetic research for people. So I'm probably gonna talk to him and say, Hey, let's let's start the process and, and, and oh, see neat. what we do. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. Interesting. So. And today's, and now, I mean, before you'd been flying all over the country and going to file cabinets and, you know, yeah. and all this other stuff. And now, I mean, all this stuff is so much easier. Yeah. So, I, I kind of a funny 23andMe story because my cousins have all done it and, and stuff like that. So they were like, oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I did it. And it came up and they all came up as like my first cousins and stuff like that. Well, then um, about a year ago, I want to say, some guy shows up on ours, uh, on mine as first cousin with a last name we don't recognize. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. So I messaged my cousins and I said, hey, look at your 23andMe and see if this guy shows up on yours too, to see if it's a parental, you know, a maternal connection or a, a paternal connection. And it shows up. And... Um, and shows up on theirs too. And I'm like, okay, so it's a connection through our mothers. This is some first cousin that we've never heard of. Don't recognize the last name, nothing. So my one cousin, um, she's like, all right, let me ask my mother because certainly she'll know who it is. And I'm like, we're sure it's my uncle Johnny because he was a, an alley cat. And um, <laughs> um, and the time that the, the, the guy was born too would have been, you know, while, while he was married because the guy's close to the age of his own son and everything else. And so she contacts his mother. She contacts her mother, and her mother says, "Oh yeah, that's um, whatever Jones' kid or Jan's kid or whatever the woman's name was." And um, she's like, uh, "Yeah, your your uncle was always messing around with her and blah blah blah." So it's no surprise that she had a kid. And they said, "Well, who was she? Like, what was her story?" And he said, "Well, she owned the beauty shop in town, and her nickname was Boobs." And um, <laughs> so, well, there you have it. No, <laughs> knowing my uncle and the women, other women in his life, his two other, his two wives or whatever, it checks out. So, I mean, it was just, it was like kind of a thing. So my cousin, I was afraid to reach out to the guy actually because he's some sort of a, like a physical fitness guru and I found him on Facebook or whatever. And he had posted something like, I don't know, it was like a couple of years ago. He's not very active on Facebook apparently. Um, something like um, 
oh, it's 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 like a day for the fatties at the gym or something like that, like making fun of fat people. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to have my skinny cousin write him. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't need to be bullied from inside the family. I don't want to hear that. But uh, but he never wrote back. So I'm like, well, so I was like, I don't understand why do people do these things if they don't, you know, they don't want to hear back. Now, your sister, did she do this specifically trying to, to find some kind of connection too? Um, I think she did. I think she did. Because she always thought that she might have a relative out there. She was raised, she was adopted into a family that had uh, an older brother of hers who was also adopted, not her, mm-hmm. not her biological brother adopted. <clears throat> so they had adopted two kids and then all of a sudden they had three kids of their own. So it was mm-hmm. a big family of five. Um, oh. Well, I would think uh, yeah, just she, knowing like where you're from, like what your roots are, you know, your heritage, uh-huh. even if you don't know the, the actual, you know, literal connections, you at least know from like what part of Europe you're from or, or what have you. Um, yeah. That would be valuable. I'm, I've always worried, like, I'm worried that if I do this, do the 23andMe thing, they're going to grow like a little Brian Hill in a laboratory somewhere <laughs> and like harvest him, <laughs> harvest his organs and things. It just, you know, I've seen oh too many episodes God. of Black Mirror, I think. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh, uh, and if you're going to do that, is. could I get some of? His, could I get his kidneys, maybe? Because so, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Except so that they're you, also going to be a problem. Daddy needs a new set of kidneys. Yeah. Well, it was my co- my cousin was telling me too that that she just she had to pay some bill or whatever. She's talking about. She goes, oh, I keep forget it comes up every year or whatever. When her kids were born, she had stem cells harvested from them and she's paying to store them somewhere so they can do things like grow a kidney in a petri dish or whatever they do with stem cells or yeah. create some kind of vaccine that that's could eventually awesome. save their lives in yeah. the future i'm like well, that's awesome that? I'm like, that's those are the cells say yeah those are the cells that were you know removed those are the cells that are like the building blocks you know they make all the different cells in your body so i had right. no idea they did i mean i yeah. knew they did that or whatever and i know it actually wasn't it during bush's era wasn't he against it or something Had yeah because yeah, that was and, they tied it into a, um, abortion and all that kind of jazz and they were like they're yeah. growing babies just to, to harvest their cells and then putting them in trash cans and all that yeah because lovely people are ignorant and, and, and yeah yeah Speaking yeah. of ignorant people, so um, <laughs> the thing that's that I found interesting, and JP, I don't want to step on what what you've been up to. Are we? Did we? Are we? I think. Up? Uh, I think that's it. Other than yeah, I went on. Uh, I have purple hair now, and before that it was orange, and before that it was blue, and then in, I it was blue just like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So as, he's, he's, updating his, his, he's updating his avatar online like every couple of weeks. Because <laughs> like, why you and Joey, like what are you dyeing your hair with? Are you buying colored hair dye? Or so the, 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 stuff, the stuff I'm yeah, using is called well, the stuff I'm using is called overtone and it's basically like a colored uh conditioner. Just for gay. Yeah. Just for super gay. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a conditioner. So you just Rub it in your hair and let it sit for 10, 15 minutes and then wash yeah, it up. See, Joey yeah. like bleached his hair and then used like yeah. the dye that you yeah. get at Rite Aid or whatever. And it's like manic yeah. or something. Yeah. His, yeah. yeah his little, that's what I used to use, but this stuff is, is uh, a lot nicer in your hair. And I got a gift certificate from Henry and Ed for my birthday last year. And so I'm like, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm sorry. It does yeah, and, and you have light colored hair, so it works easy on you. Right. So. I, yeah, but I still bleach it. <laughs> Yeah. The color comes through better if you bleach it. I, and Joey actually looks really cute with with bleached hair too. That um, yeah, yeah, that pink looks so so good on him, and I'm so jealous. Yeah, I yeah, I know, I like it. 
it was funny my mom because my mom is like that's like beyond her like someone like a, a you know someone would dye their hair like someone in our family would dye their hair and uh yeah. and she's like well tell him that i like the blue a lot better than the pink but the pink is fine also <laughs> uh, that's sweet that's very sweet that's very gender sweet. norms um, gender norms what I was going to uh, bring up was because I found it to be interesting was that, you know, generally Facebook is sort of an echo chamber, right? I mean, if you, you, you kind of cultivated these people in your life and they all sort of see things the way you do. And what I found um, going kind of going back to the what's going on with COVID was that there there was something that came up and my friends list wasn't 100 percent in agreement on that. And it had to do with. Um, when you go outside wearing a face covering and because mm -hmm. I had I had gone for a walk to kind of like because I wanted to relax and I ended up getting more frustrated and um, and kind of disappointed in a general sense um, by going on a walk because so many people around me weren't wearing facial facial covering of every any kind and I actually even had a couple of points where someone was walking right towards me without any mask or anything and showed no signs of wanting to say, hey, I'm going to go left and you go right or, or, or what have you. And it just really, it really made me sad. And I came home and I wrote something on Facebook about it. And there was, we had a lively discussion about from people who were like, well, it doesn't make any sense if I'm not going to be, if I'm jogging, it's hard to breathe and I don't want to wear one. Or if you're staying a certain distance from somebody, it shouldn't really matter, and I don't want to wear one. And then plenty of people saying, "Well, you know, I wear one, and, and this and that." And um, I don't know. I just found it interesting, and I, I was curious what you guys kind of thought about it. And so, I for the first time, I wore this when we went shopping the other day, and put it on, walked up the stairs, and I'm you know I'm fat, so I'm a little out of breath walking up a couple flights of stairs. And for the entire time we were shopping, I could not get my breath. I felt like I was smothering. I felt like I was drowning or just, I couldn't breathe through the thing. And I started panicking. I have asthma. And so I'm used to that, you know, feeling of sometimes you can't breathe, but you just take a little shot of your inhaler and you're fine. And I could Did not he, do that. Wait. To interrupt you, is, is is that the bandana you use for poppers? Because you shouldn't use the popper <laughs> bandana as the regular bandana. It's a popper no. bandana. What, what this is actually a bandana that Mike that Mike gave for uh, that a thing? for Coachella. But oh yeah, no, that, that, that's the thing. If you've gone to Coachella, you have bandanas in your house. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sure. Mike's a blood. I forgot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you had a hard time breathing. And so what did and you? And I just, I, I was having a panic attack and I was just absolutely fighting it down while we we're just standing in line and people were taking so God fucking damn long to get through the line. It was just, ah, it was crazy. So that my only experience with having to wear that in public was that when I go for a walk around the block, um, I haven't worn, I haven't worn a mask. And whenever we come across people, you know, we make sure that we're like this, or you know, one of us will go out into the street with them. Mm -hmm. I haven't worn a mask for that. I also don't so, have any masks, except today one just showed up in the mail. So the first one that I ordered just showed up. So I'm cool. probably wearing it. It's a lot lighter. It's like a lighter e material. Oh, it's from so I did, so Bear I, Thug. I, I, oh yeah, oh, Bear yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're one yeah. of our sponsors for our events. They're, they were, I, I ordered it like a couple of days ago and boom, it showed up today. Yeah. It's like, wow. Super cool. duper nice ones. guys, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're super nice. I met them a couple of years ago at a pool party. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really been wearing it if I walk, because 
I really don't honestly go out. Like I'm trying not to go out as much as I can. Um, I just go to the store and come home. But when I do take the dog for a walk around the block, um, our, our, our block isn't really that busy. So I rarely run into someone. Um, so I really haven't been wearing it outside like that. Um, and if I do see someone, they usually end up crossing the street or something yes. to like avoid each other. Um, yeah. So it really hasn't impacted me that way as far as like being outside. Um, but at the stores, it's crazy how many people like still right now, like I've had, I, like I went the other day and people are still trying to squeeze past you and like mm-hmm. do stuff. And I'm like patiently waiting for people to get out of the aisle um, or move, you know, so I can move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm keeping my distance from people and people are just not, they don't care. Like they're just squeezing past, stopping right next to you. And I'm, and I have actually told them like, excuse me, like, can you go over there? Like, yeah. oh, oh no. And they act shocked like, oh yeah. And I'm like, are you not consciously thinking about this? Like, it's just mm-hmm. weird. Um, yeah, it, it is like a really interesting time to be alive because well, you're being able to see the different mental gymnastics that people are doing. And I, I think for some people, it's how they're kind of getting through it is to not recognize it for as serious as it is. Right. You know, and I mean, I had a guy who was like right up, you know, Joey and I were looking at something at the store and he was right up on me. And I finally just said, excuse me, can you just give me some distance, please? And he didn't have anything on. And he said, he's like, well, you're taking a long time. And I said, well, that doesn't, that shouldn't really matter, should it? I said, why don't you just give us some distance and, you know, we'll be done here in a moment. And, you know, and it was like, I, I like, he looked like he was like super put out by the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think I realized um, that I have my own issues that existed before this ever started. And it, no. it goes, yeah, well, obviously, I mean, that's <laughs> but this little, this particular one, um, it goes back to like how, you know, uptight I get, like if I'm in a movie theater and someone's on their phone, because oh. it's, the person isn't taking the people around them into consideration. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're, you're not asked to do much. And this is something as a society we've decided on for the betterment of, of, of everybody else's experience, you know? Yeah. And when I'm in a store and people aren't giving distance or they're not wearing, you know, facial covering or, or what have you, that it triggers that impulse in me and it makes me upset because I'm like, this person doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And that's, it's tough. It's just tough for me that when people just, it's something so simple and they just don't right. seem like they want to do it. And well, prime, man, well, prime, it stresses prime me out. Example. Yeah, prime example of that is going back to the store situation, like you were saying. So, like, this was three weeks ago, so it was right when everything started kind of happening. Um, and they were saying, stay your distance. So I didn't have any covering yet. Um, and there's a family, a grandma, a mom, and her daughter. And they're in this aisle, and they're looking at stuff. And I turn to go into the aisle. And the way that they're standing, they're blocking the whole aisle, you know. Mm. Um, one person standing in the center, one other two, whatever. So I just wait about 12 feet away, waiting with my cart. And I'm not saying anything, not even looking at them. I'm on my phone, just like doing stuff, waiting for them to do their shopping and go, you know. So the grandma and the, and the granddaughter go around to the next aisle. And the mom is still sitting there looking at goldfish or crackers or whatever the fuck she was looking at. And she grabs one and then walks away. And then I start to move. And then she sort 
turns around real quick and goes back. And so I just stop. And so she puts her stuff back and then she walks away and then she turns around and comes back again. She did this like four or five times. And still, I didn't say anything, didn't react. I was just like, whatever. I'm not in a like, hurry. Girl, get kidding. your fish and go. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I was just like, but I, I wasn't. I was just like, whatever, this is just how it is. Like, I'm just going to wait and be patient, you know? And mm. she finally gets whatever she gets, and then she goes to the next aisle. So I go over, and I'm grabbing my stuff, and I could hear her loud in the other aisle going, I need to get the fuck out of this store. People are just going crazy. That guy was just standing there waiting for me to move. And I'm like, isn't that <laughs> so what we're supposed to be doing? And you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, maybe you should have. I mean, should it's one thing to be oblivious, her. but to be intentionally knowing you're there and not doing something. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, and then she was like, I could have been staring at that for hours. And I was like, bitch. Like, yeah. And I, was, and I think if you off. asked her, she probably would think that COVID is no different than the flu. I would imagine that she probably signs mm -hmm. up you know, in that, in that realm of thinking, you know, right. that is, well, this is was, no different. Than and again, this was three weeks ago. So let's, I'm, oh. let's, I'm wondering if her opinion has changed since then, you know, mm. seeing the numbers and everything and that, yeah. And that's just crazy to me that people are comparing this to the flu. I'm like one, yeah, people, ton of people get the flu and ton of people die, but not in this short amount of time. Like that's what, right. and it's, it's much like, more, it's much more highly contagious than the flu yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's easier not to, to mention that there's medication that they can give you if you have the flu. I had the flu right. back in mm -hmm. December and it knocked me on my ass. I mean, literally mm -hmm. took me out of the game for two or three days. And I went to the um, the emergency room and they gave me liquids and they gave me Tamiflu. And within 24 hours, I was like, oh, did I have the flu? I didn't even know. And that is not how this thing works, you know? So, not so for a lot of people. What's crazy to me too is like they've, so I don't know if you could see that, but they've said like that it could have been around in December or January um with like less severe symptoms um and in about the same time like it was i think it was like late december um i freaking had the symptoms of like i had the chills i had the aches i didn't have a runny nose um but i had like it felt like a midget was sitting on my chest and mm. all that stuff um and I've always, in the back of my head, for some reason, looking at all the symptoms, I'm always like, yeah. did I just have like a mild case of COVID? Like, was that I, something I, like I wanted to say it's myself. Weird. It's I weird. Had, uh, I had the flu shot. So I, as I do every year now, and I was like, yeah, I don't have to worry about the flu. And then end of January, uh, all of a sudden. So, so that's a misnomer, though, because just because you get the flu shot doesn't mean you get the flu. It just means you don't get it as severe. Yeah. Right. Which I had the flu shot, and I still got the flu totally severe. Yeah. But it won't keep me from getting another flu shot because I feel right. like it's, same, it's yeah, same. worth getting. But but anyway, uh, end of end of January, early early February, I had the same thing. I, body aches, it really hurt, and um, I just felt so fucking tired. I could not stay awake for a few days. Mm -hmm. Fever, heart racing. I mean, all of that stuff. But I also had like a snot factory in my head. They took my brain out. They just filled it up with a bunch of goo and it just kept coming out for like four days. <laughs> Gross. Um, so other than that, everything else, I was just like, I wonder if I also had earlier version of COVID. I don't know. I don't know. And unfortunately, we don't have testing now that's either affordable or fast and you can't find out if you've had it already. Mm -hmm. And I, I they also don't some... know that if you've been infected, 
they don't know if it's possible that you can get infected or again or not. They right. still aren't sure. So that well, part that's of the it thing is, that's, that's the worst thing about this. There's so much they don't know and how the asymptomatic yeah. people can transmit it to other people and all this other stuff. That's what makes this freaking thing so scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And when you when you have an administration that isn't necessarily giving giving information that's that's truthful, accurate, truthful, <laughs> um, and that you're. I mean. I'm I'm happy that I live in a state where our our governor has definitely stepped forward and is kind mm. of taking a logical approach to this, which is which is good. But I mean, even like because Justin, you mentioned the whole because I I saw the I've seen an article that has gone around about the potential that people had it in California, and that's why you know our our curve is a little flatter and all of that. But I still haven't seen anything that says that's anything other than a theory. Right. And I feel right. like even that is kind of dangerous the wrong people sort of get a hold of that idea and it snowballs yeah. right, because right. then they're going to think, well, I have antibodies now because I recovered. And so oh, I'm yeah, not no. going to get I mean, it a second time. And, well, that, I mean, even, and that to me is, is, is you know, just as dangerous. Exactly. I mean, even if I did have it, I'm still taking the precaution of I'm treating it like yeah. I didn't, you know, like. Well, and then the other thing about theories, the other theory that's, that seems to be getting more and more popular, I'm hearing about it more and more, is that the whole thing was created in a lab that next to that oh. wet market or whatever. You know what I mean? That's all and true. It's like, yeah, I know. Did you but hear I mean, it's, it's getting did more you, and more did, traction, I'll tell you that. And, uh, you know, and it's like to make chaos here or something. I'm like, I don't know. And, it's, or, it's or also did weird. you hear about the the Bill Gates and the five G and that he's going <laughs> to control the virus? Oh my god! Idiots burning five G towers. That is like oh full god. on tinfoil. It's just insanity, but it's it's what people thing, believe and what they put out there. I mean, it's just well, it's it's, it's why it's why primitive human beings rolled bones, you know, to make sense of things. You know, it's why yeah. Greek myths exist to begin with. It's because yeah. When things are out of control, you got to find some way to explain Something them. Something to believe in, right? Them. Right. Yeah. The as far as distancing here, people have been pretty good. We have a very walkable neighborhood, um, and a lot. And there's you know several neighbors with kids and stuff like that. So people are walking, and they're pretty good about keeping their distances. Um, as far as like if someone you know coming at you, know, I'm, I'm walking outside with the dog. People get in the street. I'll do the same if I if I have the uh, opportunity in crossing the side of the street. But the other the 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 I, I haven't been, we've sort of designated him as being the younger, healthier one, which he is. And so he's the one who's been doing the grocery shopping, which makes me a little crazy, but um, we had to actually do a big <laughs> shopping for a friend who's, who's immunocompromised. And since he's not good with it, he showed me the list and it was some very specific things that I know he'd be in the store for four hours trying to figure out. So we went <laughs> to the store and I, you know, masked up, you know, whatever. And we did a, I did a no touch thing. So we walked through the store and I didn't touch anything. Doors were you automatic. Just pointed at stuff. I said, yeah, okay, he, you know, this is what he wants. Get this, get that, or whatever. And it actually you know, worked out pretty well. But generally, I've been trying not to go to the store. I stopped at 7 Eleven on the way home from work and they have a sign in front. They didn't a few days ago, but I've been wearing a mask, you know, for the past few weeks. I got these cheap masks and now we got nicer cloth ones in the mail a couple of days ago. <clears throat> but these regular paper surgical masks. So I put it on to go into the 7-Eleven and um, a co- a, like last, sometime last week. And this younger kid is coming out and he's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? It was before we had our order to wear masks in public. And now even 7-Eleven has a sign up in front of it that says, you know, you cannot enter without a mask on, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think most of the grocery they, stores around here are doing that too. They do yeah, do that. And they're yeah, limiting how many people are going in as well. 
Yeah. yeah, and then the funny thing that happened to him though is he's he he's been going to Starbucks at least once a day. He's got a little problem, and he <laughs> um the when he pulled up to when it went pull up to the drive through the other day, um before they opened the window, the woman held held up a sign and says you have to have a mask on for me to open the window, and uh, so he had a mask in the car, so he quick put his mask on or whatever, and, and she was able to do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's the reality we're living in, and yeah. you cannot mm-hmm. complain. Yeah. You got to you know. They're not only keeping them safe; they're keeping you safe too. You know what I mean? So totally. No, the, thing, the, whole thing I, not, the whole thing with not touching your face is the worst for me too. Because <laughs> he's like, "Well, you know, I, I'm good about that. I'm being so conscious about not touching my face. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't not." Touch well, the my moment face. I get home, I wash my I wash my hands. You know, and I and say, you just scratch your whole "Happy birthday!" And then I just totally am like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I never realized how much I rubbed my eyes. I I cannot get through a day without rubbing my eyes. There's no way. So I the make thing, sure I wash my hands really well. The thing that worries me the most is that when quarantine is lifted, is that people are going to go and treat this like, woohoo, we're back to life as right, normal. And right. Not and it's not realizing. Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, yeah, already. exactly. And not realizing that the, the whole point of this was to slow the rate of infection, not stop the disease. Yeah. And it's well, still going to be out there. But now you see the medical professions oh, can, can, can take care of it easier. And that's the whole did point you, of this. And well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, but because in Shanghai, I think, um, you know, they had made a lot of progress and then yeah. they let people kind of start to and go then back there was to what they were doing. Wave. And then they second wave came and they just had to close down the public schools again, I think, because of that. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing that, that scares me the most, that when they open the quarantine, they need to tell people, say, look, this is not life back to normal. People are still going to get yeah. sick. Some people will recover. Some people will die. We need to just, we need to keep vigilant for a while longer until we have a cure or we have a vaccine or both. And, and there's that meme going around. And I don't know if it's true or not. I should have researched before I talk about it, but about 1918 or whatever, and the Spanish flu and how yeah. after, you know, the people were getting better or whatever, and then the great war or something was over. So then they decided to have a, a parade and they had a second wave of it that took out a whole bunch of more people because they felt comfortable yeah. with going out and being in thing. I don't know how true that is. Uh Oh, just a blank. Oh, there's just yeah, sorry, I it think... flashed. My battery is about to die. Oh, okay. Do you have a charger nearby? Uh, yeah, but my headphones are plugged in, so oh. we're probably oh. going on like seven hours of this. Yeah, we should yeah, probably, we should probably wrap, that. wrap oh, actually, it up. Oh, actually, I gotta get dinner. I gotta get dinner going. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's eight o'clock for there. You for you, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Well, well it's just um, it's heating up frozen sauce. Yeah. Well then, we should we should wrap it up. Shall we? Should we say our our goodbyes? And and I I feel like we can tell people that during a break, I think we all decided that we will probably be doing this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I'm uh, what do you call? It? I'm, I'm generally working during the week. I get off at two p.m. my time on Friday, so Friday afternoon is free. But otherwise, if we just set a lot of time to the weekend during the week, I can make sure I'm there for it. Yeah, cool. my my calendar is pretty much wide open, and unless there's well, something really neat, unless there's something cool streaming, you know, like, right. like yesterday right. they had the the cast of uh, that thing you do uh, came on and did a Zoom, oh, yeah. and we all watched the movie together. It was super fun. Well, fun. what did you? Uh, what I was gonna say too about we were talking about media stuff. I don't want to start this up again, but Disney Plus, there was a thing I was watching on Disney Plus today was an old, um, the Wonderful World of Disney or whatever that they used to show uh, on Sunday nights. I remember when I was a kid, this was an older one from the 60s and they were showing the opening day of Small World um, on 
on the thing and so they showed the parades and like all the big deal and, and Walt Disney cutting the thing and everything. I, I will say Dave real quick I know we're not going to get to touch on a lot of pop culture of this one but on Disney Plus watch the Imagineering story yeah, that, I see that. Somebody yeah. about that too yeah. so good that so is good. so good and it's so amazing and it tells you the whole history of the parks and all the stuff that they come up with and what uh, they're working on now it, definitely if you like that then you'll love yeah You'll love that. I'll, de- I'll definitely watch it. Well, then why don't oh, yeah. we um, why don't we say our goodbyes since Justin's running out of steam, and we'll save like <laughs> tugs and 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 pop culture and and sure. maybe a little bit more lighthearted fare uh, for next go right. Cool. Yeah, right, for we'll sure. go for it. You start, Dave. All right. All right, Brian. Whatever your name is. What? Oh, should I go? Um, how do we say goodbye? And and Brian, this is episode goodbye, whatever. Brian. I think. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, this is. Do I say goodbye or do you guys say goodbye to me? I don't remember. No, you just say, I, this is, I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm Brian. It's been seven years. Goodbye, Brian. Six years. Bye, Brian. Brian. <laughs> and this okay. is Justin. Do you have tugs? Do you goodbye, have tugs? Justin. Justin. Well, maybe we should. Do you want to do tugs next, last, next time or do we do yeah, it let's now? Do it I don't know time. how much battery Justin has. Yeah, I'm, I'm dying. So the quicker we get off of this. Well, this has been fun. Wait, wait, wait. Hopefully Should we redo we'll that? We've been... Wait, let's re- wait, let's redo that because we've all been talking a lot between <laughs> So let's start let's start over. I'm not cutting right. into editing. Okay, right. start at zero. Everybody in the zero's position. All right. I I I'm Brian. <laughs> Bye, Goodbye, Brian. Brian. And I'm Justin. Bye, Bye Justin. Justin. And I'm, I'm Dave. Dave. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well bye you guys goodbye. <laughs> right, bye. Well, Peace out. thanks bye. thanks for bye. watching bye. the first episode bye. of socially distanced all right all right we're done then all right guys okay, so we're-